Welcome to Voices of Santa Clara. Having a good idea doesn't get you done. And if we'd hit those, there would have been an explosion. We would have died, obviously. Scholarship should cultivate the virtues. Worry more about, am I searching for what I should be doing next in the world? Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Voices of Santa Clara. I'm your host, Gavin Cosgrave, and today's episode will be a bit different. It will just be me telling a story of something that happened to me earlier this summer. As many of you know, I will be studying abroad this fall in Bologna, Italy, and one prerequisite to studying abroad is getting a student visa, which I did about a month ago in July. You have to make an appointment to get a visa months in advance, and it's really hard to secure a time, so there's not much you can do if you miss your appointment. I ended up having a pretty wild experience, and actually in the afternoon after I ended up successfully getting my student visa, just to uh, spoil the end of the story for you, I actually recorded this episode because there's a whole story involved. So I hope you'll enjoy this episode. It's just me telling the story of how I got my student visa. I think you'll like it. Thanks for listening. And here we go. You might remember me saying on a previous episode that I'm going to be studying abroad in Italy in the fall, in Bologna, Italy. Looking forward to it. Going to be a great time. But one thing I've learned about this process is that there are a lot of steps, a lot of intermediate steps. So I had to get my passport renewed all in order to apply for a student visa, which is kind of the big thing you need to prove you're legit and travel to Italy to study. So as one does when doing something official with the Italian consulate, I prepared long in advance, right? I worked with the program coordinator to uh, know that I needed to make an appointment. So I made an appointment for uh, July 5th today, which was not as early as we'd like it, but early enough so that everything would work out okay so that I could leave on time at the end of August. For the three days leading up to the appointment, I made sure to print out all the forms and photocopy my driver's license and passport. There's like 10 things they require, including proof of health insurance and a letter from your university, the program you're studying with, all these things. The last step in the process was getting a form from the bank saying that either you can pay for yourself or you have a financial parent or guardian who can pay for you and cover all your expenses while you're there, and they require about $1,000 per month that you'll be in the country. Unfortunately, I realized that I needed this bank letter on July 3rd, and my appointment at the Italian consulate in San Francisco was on July 5th, and the one day in between July 4th, the bank wasn't open. Uh So I knew I would need to go to a bank early on July 5th, right when they opened at 9 a.m., to get a letter and make it back to San Francisco in time for my 12.02 p.m. appointment. I spent the 4th of July in Davis, my hometown, and had a lot of fun. And then 
packed everything up and I was going to be right on time, right at 9am to the Davis Bank of America so that I could get my letter. So this morning I show up at the bank right on time, 9am, bright and early to get my official letter and I walk in, meet with a nice guy, we're chatting it up about the new remodel inside the bank and all the all the cool stuff they're up to. Uh, he asks a few questions about the letter. He doesn't really know exactly what I need. I say, oh, you know, it doesn't really matter. Just something that shows the balance and shows that it's at least $4,000. Unfortunately, I had realized that I needed $4,000 in my account just a couple days ago. And so my parents had transferred me some extra money and I knew... Unfortunately, I had realized just a couple days ago that I needed all this extra money in my account and my parents had transferred it to me, but the transfer hadn't gone through because of the July 4th holiday. So I was informed by the agent at the very end of the process, right before he was going to print out the letter, that the balance would be less than what I needed at the consulate. So I knew that wasn't going to work. So at that point, I started to get a little nervous, and I called, called up my mom, who was working in South Sacramento, but she hadn't started yet, still had about 45 minutes before her first appointment. And so I called her, and we talked a little bit, and she said she couldn't miss the appointment. There was nothing she could do. But then we realized that there was a Bank of America office branch near her work in Sacramento. And so... She went to that branch, and I frantically just got in the car and started driving that direction. She gave me a call and said that there was a guy named Lorenzo there, who she had told that she financially supported me, and this guy Lorenzo was going to get me the letter I needed. My mom told me where this bank was. It was on Florin Avenue. So I remembered Florin Avenue. Typed into my phone, Bank of America, Florin Avenue, Sacramento. And sure enough, Bank of America branch on Florin Avenue in Sacramento popped right up. So I got in the car and I sped over there. I knew that I only had about two and a half hours and I would have to be in San Francisco and I was driving the opposite direction of San Francisco. I finally arrive at this bank on Florin Avenue in Sacramento and ask for Lorenzo. Wasn't too crowded. I figured they'd be able to help me and I'd be on my way. But then I asked for Lorenzo, and they said, oh, we don't know a Lorenzo. And one guy said, oh, I, I think I know about a Lorenzo. But, but at that point, I was, getting, I was getting worried. I thought, what if I'm at the wrong place? So I text my mom, and I find out that I'm at the wrong bank, that there is another Bank of America on it with a different address. So I type that address into my phone and realize it's 20 minutes away, 20 minutes away have to make it back to San Francisco at noon. I don't have this letter. And now another 20 minute drive. So I get in the car and drive 20 minutes to this different branch on a, maybe a different floor and avenue. I don't even know. But anyway, I show up. This one is in Sacramento. It's a lot busier. There's a long line. There's a little waiting area where people are waiting to talk with the bankers in cubicles. So I walk over to the waiting area and there's this guy, this young guy with dark brown hair, wearing a nice suit, who's kind of checking people in. 
He's finished checking everyone in in the little waiting area, so he's walking away, walking towards the main line of people. But I run after him and say, hello, hello. And he says, oh, are you Gavin? And I look at his name tag, and there he is. It's Lorenzo. What a miracle. Just the guy I need. And I say, Lorenzo, I am so glad you're here. I've been looking for you. And he says, oh, yeah, your mom was here. So anyway... Lorenzo tells me to take a seat at his office desk, and I take a seat. He asks me what I'd like on the letter, and I say, oh, you know, just my name and my parents' name. Maybe just write that they're financially responsible for me and put the account balance, and that should be good. And he goes, okay, and so we're, we're talking a little. I'm kind of nervous because I'm doing the Google Maps calculation and realizing that it's about, it's about 10 a.m., and my appointment's at noon, and the drive is... A little more than two hours, so I might be a little late. Lorenzo and I eventually get the letter. He gets the letter and brings it back and says, Oh, you know, I really just don't like the way it printed on two sheets of paper. Let me let me just print it double-sided for you. And I say, Lorenzo, I just don't want to be any more late. I, I'll just take it and go. And he's like, All right, man, good luck. So I have the letter, have two copies, head off. To San Francisco. So I'm in the car. My arrival time, according to Google Maps, which never gets arrival times wrong, it seems, is 12.30. The Italian consulate in San Francisco closes at 12.30. My appointment is at 12.02. And I'm driving. Of course, there's traffic. There's an accident. It's Sacramento. Going slowly. And unfortunately, there continued to be traffic, and my, my arrival time is getting close to 12.30, and I'm not sure I'm going to even make it to the place being open. not sure they're going to help me at all. I'm going to miss my appointment by more than 20 minutes. might show up, and the place might be closed. So I'm driving to San Francisco, gripping the wheel tightly, going as fast as I can when there's not traffic. I really have to go to the bathroom. I'm kicking myself for not planning ahead, not getting this letter earlier, and I just drive as fast as I possibly can. So eventually, I make it into the city, go over the bridge. You know, the bridge when you're driving to enter San Francisco, not the Golden Gate Bridge, but the, the Bay Bridge, I think it is. It's, it's, so, it's so beautiful. You look both ways, you see the ocean, and for, for 10 seconds, I allowed myself the pleasure of just enjoying the city, saying maybe one day I'll come back and live here. But anyway, I'm driving through San Francisco, through the crowded streets as fast as I can, and finally, finally I arrive. It's about 12, 15, 12, 20. Fortunately, there's street parking because it's not really in a downtown area. I run into the office, and a guy asks for my ID. I show him. He asks for my appointment time. I say it was 25 minutes ago. I'm a little worried here, but he said, oh, don't worry about it. Just wait right here. Apparently they're running late as normal, as one would expect at a Italian consulate office. This whole office is about 100 square feet. There's three windows that you walk up to um, that have glass separating you from the person so that when you get angry at them for doing their job so slowly, they're uh, protected. The only way you can transfer things is through a little chute. Um, and, and the door, the door to this office is the creakiest door you can possibly imagine. Every time someone opens it, it is so loud. 
and there's about 20 people in there all looking stressed crammed in the side of the the room so anyway i'm waiting here i think at least we made it we have a chance so now that i have a moment to think i think okay do i have all the forms that i need and i realize that because my parents were going to be my financial guardians and i wasn't able to have the letter myself showing that I could take care of myself because this isn't my account that we got the letter for. This is my parents' account. There's an additional letter that they have to sign that says, oh, we are responsible for this boy who is traveling on this day and we are his official parents. And I realize I don't have this letter. So things are running through my mind. I'm thinking, can we run over and print it somewhere? But I don't, I don't want to miss my appointment. And I'm, I don't really know what to do. I'm thinking, can I forge it? And unfortunately, I didn't have a copy of this, this form. So there's nothing I could really do. And I also realized that I had needed a United States Postal Service official priority mail envelope which I was planning to get in Davis, but then, of course, I got all stressed out and totally forgot about that. So I also didn't have that. Eventually, a guy calls my name, says, does anyone else have a visa? And I grab my backpack and my two folders and kind of waddle the 10 feet across the tiny room to the window. So now I'm there, I'm at the window, the guy asks for my form, I glue my picture on and I send it to him through the little chute. I sign it. He asks for a few other things, which I fortunately had. And then he asks for the statement of financial proof. And so I push the paper under the under the chute and I hope for the best. I know that I'm missing this form. I know that it says my parents are responsible for me. I know that it's not my account. And he looks at it. He says, oh, is this your account? And I say, well, you know, it's a, it's a joint account. And fortunately, my name was on the form. And he just took a look at it. He said, all right, well, you know, your name's on this form and the balance is high enough and that's good enough for me. And I just breathed this huge sigh of relief. He accepted the form and I had everything else. And then I said, sir, you know, I just realized I'm missing a, an envelope, a return envelope for my, my passport. He says, oh, well, you know, we close at 1230, but you could run over and buy one from the UPS store a few blocks away. And I said, oh, of course, I'll run, I'll run, I'll do whatever it takes. So I'm about to take off. And then fortunately, the guy says, do you know where you're running to? And I say, no, no idea where I'm running to. He reaches down, pulls out a map, writes a few things in pink highlighter, says, turn left here then turn left there, then you'll find a UPS store. So I say, okay. So I'm running out. I'm running very slowly because I had to go to the bathroom two hours ago, and now it's two hours later. I'm running, and there's a porta potty next to this construction site because, of course, they're doing construction. Look around. Don't see anyone. So I quickly do my business, get out, keep running, make it to the UPS store, buy the envelope, and run back. The door is still open. It's just me and two other students who look like they're about to get their visas as well. One, one girl and one guy. I wait for about 15 more minutes. And at this point, I'm thinking I might have pulled this off. I might have gotten everything I need and 
they might be able to help me. And like, this might work. Like our, our probability of success when I was in the car in traffic in Sacramento, two hours away, that probability was like 3%. And now that the financial form worked out, our probability is like 85%. My name eventually gets called. Well, they don't actually call my name. They just say like, we'll help the other two people in here. And then I kind of walked up, but handed a different guy my stuff. The guy looks at my papers and he says, oh, management information systems at Santa Clara University, huh? And I'm like, yep. He said, oh, you're taking classes in that Lucas Hall building? And I said, yep. He said, oh, hundreds of thousands of my tuition dollars went into that building. And I said, oh, you went to, you went to Santa Clara? This guy, in case you hadn't noticed, he's the, he's the voice of Santa Clara. Don't remember his name, unfortunately. But I said, yep, I'm going there. I'm enjoying it. And I guess he had majored in economics and politics and was now working at the Italian consulate in San Francisco. I asked him, oh, did you, did you study abroad? And he said, no, I think it would have kind of been cheating to study abroad in Italy because I was Italian. And I said, oh, yeah, I guess that, I guess that makes sense. If you were Italian, you'd probably, you'd probably know something about your own country. So anyway, I hand him all my papers. He takes a look, asks if I have a copy of something, which of course I do because I was prepared, very, very prepared. And everything's great. And he says, oh, do you have your, your check? And I did. $59.70 was the precise amount. And I proudly handed him the check that my mom had written to me the previous day. And he said, oh, no, no, no. We need a we need a cashier's check. That's just like a personal check or something like that's not going to do it. Do you have cash? Now I never carry cash. Okay. Like cash, like it's just the worst, right? Like it's dirty and you have to get change and everything's the worst about it when you can just use a card and Venmo. But I fortunately had recently gotten two $20 bills and I still had a 10 and three ones, which is $53. And I needed $59.70. So I'm approximately $6.70 short. So I turn around in the lobby to the two people that are there. And I say, does anyone have cash? I look at the guy and he shakes his head. And I look at the girl and she says, yeah, I've got, I've got some cash. I've got a 20. So she gives me a 20. I give her my $13 and offer to pay her back. And then I run back to the guy and hand him my $60 in cash. And, you know, that was about, that was about it. A couple minutes later, he hands me the receipt and I need, I knew I needed to pay this girl back, but I obviously didn't have any cash. And, but I did have a Starbucks gift card and I'm like, this girl looks like she would love a Starbucks gift card. So I gave her the Starbucks gift card. I thanked her. And then I was out into the bright San Francisco sunlight. And at this point, I was just shocked. I could not believe that I had successfully pulled this off. And I needed to walk around because I was tired of sitting down at the wheel and needed a little fresh air. So I took some deep breaths, walked down the street that I swear was 45 degree angle. It was much easier to walk down than up. But I was just kind of strolling. And then eventually, it was about lunchtime. I was getting hungry and I found this little Italian coffee shop. And I said, perfect. So I went in there, ordered a single meatball with a what they call a flatbread um, and a latte. And 
I thought that that would be great practice for Italy. So I had my nice little lunch in my nice little Italian coffee shop, took an artsy picture, like everything was all planned out, walked back to my car, and drove home. We're going to Italy, baby. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. You can subscribe to Voices of Santa Clara on the iTunes podcast app. You can visit VoicesOfSantaClara.com for interview transcripts, and you can like the Facebook page. Special thanks to Miles Elliott for the music. Thank you for listening, and have a nice day.